Yeah, that's. Sportwise, I got yeah. nothing. Sports entertainment. I see what it was. I got a lot to talk about. Yeah. Oh yeah, we we got stuff and. Uh, oh crap. Okay, we're started. Uh, I already started this. What's up, everybody? This is. Uh, gosh, man, it's been a while. Francisco here from Sports Goose. This is number one sixty one. Um, joined by my good buddies uh, Andrew and Charles here. So so hey there. What's up, everybody? Uh, yeah, we're uh, your your favorite thirty seventh most popular indie sports podcast is back, everybody. So that that is not a joke. That is an award, a I guess a pretty significant podcast app gave us. So sure, why not? I we're not seeing the money from it. At least we're barely seeing it. So you know, tell your friends, get us to number thirty six, and see what, what we can do with that. And maybe 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 we can get that enough money for another taco bell run at some point but yeah so thank you to whoever was listening to us over our extended break it lasted longer than than uh than i thought it would but uh, things happen life happens you know now now we're back now we're good now we're now we're, we're geared up and ready to go uh so andrew i always say andrew how, how you doing how's it going my dude there he is i'm sneezing <laughs> He just sneezes. Transmitted yeah. in any form without the express uh, written I'm consent of Pittsburgh right. Penguins LP. Yeah, well, you are sounding good. Let's look at the first national bank. You're in the numbers spot. The first period of play. You can see the Penguins winding up with six so shots. That, that's the 10. big change here. They did not yeah. have a shot. We're now much more spread apart than ever before. But, of this first but yeah, but yeah you're, long you're in a new spot. You're in a new digs. Oh, yeah, that's true. We left assuming that you'd be in Seattle. But you are back in your good old hometown. We talked about not having to, you know, you turn the puck over to the neutral zone. Try and stretch passes that the Avalanche were cutting off. Almost. All right, so now you got to regroup and think about that. Maybe come back a little more help, support. Get out of the zone. You watch the Avalanche. They picked off those. They jumped on the long pass. So the other part, too, on the board check, you and I were talking about If you're going to get it deep, you're going to do it when your forwards are moving. If you make them pull up and then you ship it deep, it's basically a turnover. They're giving the puck to their team. They're quick out of their zone. They didn't have much problems in their own zone. So on the board check, smart dump ins. Get after it. Maybe soft chip to the opposite. Fucking! I forgot to lower the volume on this. Nine, thing. nine of those. <laughs> I don't know if anybody heard me. So it's been a while. I haven't done this in a bit. So maybe people heard me, and maybe not. If not, there was a Pittsburgh Penguins broadcast that entered the show. What's up, everybody? I'm Francisco again. You're the 37th most popular podcast. Andrew's there. He's in Orlando. That's a summary. If you've heard us over the cacophony of whether Sidney Crosby scored a goal or not, I'm not sure. So, what's up? I thought I thought you just ripped one because the, the fear that you had made it seem like you just let out the biggest fart of all farts. I mean, that wouldn't have been as terrible as I wouldn't have feel as bad because like it wouldn't have covered the last minute and a half or more that that Andrew was talking and I was talking. So, uh, yeah, Andrew's not in Polk County, thank God. So that's uh, yeah. that's that's the I guess the the big news there. He's he's in Orlando. Uh, well, well, all right, Charles, what's up? Um, I am currently trying to see what was the 37th song, top song of <laughs> Billboard, and it was Sabrina Carpenter's Vicious. I've never heard of it, but we are the Sabrina Carpenter of um, of uh, sports podcasting. I love it. I'm sure I'm good. I'm sure Andrew can look up the 37th most popular Billboard song over the last 
I don't know, 30 some odd years and see if there's one that we recognize. Well, and don't, don't look at the Rolling Stones list because that top 200 best vocalist is just pure fucking trash. And I already know I wasn't going to curse, but I have to do that because me and my paralegal and my friends have all like attacked it. But I'm good. I'm going to do typical Charles things to start my poor contention with what we were discussing beforehand. Um, is it breaking the ultimate bathroom rule? Is if you're in the bathroom, either going one or two and someone's trying to talk to you, that's not big time. <laughs> Andrew sent me a video specifically about this like a couple months ago. Well, it's relevant to all things. We were reminiscing for those listening. What was it? Andrew, what was it? Like bathroom etiquette or something like that? Uh, male, re- male restroom etiquette. Yeah, there well, you I go. think also for women's etiquette. Everything in between etiquette. If I'm standing there in my urinal and I'm, I'm just jangling out the last bits of urine coming through my urethra, and you're coming to talk to me about helping you nominate for CABA president, SBA president, talking about Jesus, talking about sports, talking about everything in between. You, sir, get a red card. If I am literally blowing up my colon after chicken and waffles, you know, delicacies, and you're talking to me about Newsmax being taken off direct TV and how you think it's wrong. This is real conversations I've heard of this year, so I'm seeing this from really by example. And saying that it is limiting of people's direct access to media. Mind you, we're in 2023 where everybody could just Twitter, follow, go follow us on the Twitter, Charles the True, Dan Frijoles, yeah. FJOJR Sports. Just yeah. look how I brought that all there in. Go. There we go. Um, or you could just go to the direct website. And I'm just praying to I every god <laughs> from Norse god, Egyptian gods, Christian gods you know, Cthulhu, just to survive my dumb decision to have Fruity Pebble waffles coupled with Chipotle mixed honey, you break bathroom etiquette, you get red flagged. Okay, yeah, yeah, I I, And I I think you would have that in sporting events. Mm. So this is how it's all brought in together. When you're in halftime, you had the chili con carne with the milkshake that you shouldn't have. And you really look at the kid in front of you wondering it's okay and acceptable for an eight-year-old to crap himself when you're 33 years old and it's all coming to flood out. And some guy <laughs> wants to talk to you about how much trash, you know, um, I'm a Titans fan, so I'll go in and say for this, how much trash Mike Rabel's just running the ball. And you're just trying to pray every Jesus. You also are committing the bathroom etiquette foul and you get a red card. Mm. Yeah, I, this I, is fantastic. I, I love it. Welcome back. Everybody. Welcome back. All right. So I guess we're, we're on this train because. Uh, all right. So I went to I, I left court and also I was going I was going back. I hadn't had I hadn't had a, a bite to eat until like three o'clock today. So I, I, I was really in man fasting today. Uh, so um, I, I got out of court and then I went to Publix to uh, grab one of those grab and go sandwiches and whatever. Uh, fair, I, fair. I made. Uh, did you did you dip it in ketchup as as per usual? I got barbecue sauce. Um, that, that's also <laughs> adequate. I got barbecue sauce. They don't sell the individual little ketchup things. Is it Smoky Rays so, barbecue? It's the Publix stuff that they got there. So basically, sweet Smoky Rays. All right. I got sweet and spicy rays. barbecue. So yeah, yeah, essentially, yeah, it's kind of the same thing. Um, so I got that uh, to dip my little uh, grab and go sandwich into, uh, but. Uh, I made the terrible mistake of buying the Oreo Cakesters. Oh yeah, I bought Oreos too. So this is you bought regular Oreos sim- though. We're sim. I know I got double stuff family size two okay. for eight. All right, but still simpatico. All right, so Cakesters. I I 
I, I regret the Oreo Cakester, to be honest. Uh, I, I felt so much shame from eating it, to be like, <laughs> uh, All right, so I thought it would be different. I don't know what I was expecting, but I thought it would be different. Um, Isn't it just a wannabe ripoff of non-deep fried Oreos? No, not really. It's, it's the I've, cake. I've never had the Cakesters. Um, the cakes, yeah, I, I mean, they just came out, right? These are kind of new-ish. So I, I, I tried them out. Uh, the cream filling is not the same kind that they use for the actual Oreos, which was my disappointment. Um, and then the, the cake stuff is kind of like uh, kind of like those, basically like one of those hostess treats, you know, uh, kind of that okay. same material. If you can, you know, that that kind of sort of same material. Oh, this like, cupcake? I'm yeah, familiar. yeah, essentially, yeah. That's that's basically what they was the consistency of the cake parts, and I, I did not like the cream filling at all. It doesn't. It was. I was expecting the Oreo type of cream filling. They just have kind of like a more of like a whippy, whipped whipped cream kind of kind of cream filling. Not like, you know, if it was kind of like the Twinkies cream filling, I would have been okay with it because I I like that. But I don't know the, the flavor. It was just not. I just didn't like it um, at all. If they used either the Twinkie version of the cream filling or, or the actual Oreos cream filling, did, then I would have been all right. Cheap? It did. It did. Oh, was it that synthetic kind of taste of the cream filling? Yeah, yeah. It, it oh. just, it just. I, I felt the cancer running through me already. That's kind of the, the the feeling that I felt. I was so regretful. I was like, you know what? This is this was not worth a year of my life. Unfortunately, I did it though. It it'll pass through. Don't worry. Twenty five years from now, it'll finally leave my system. But no good, no good on my end. I'm not getting these again. I have the and I have the box. I brought it with me. It's sitting there in the bag next to uh, the box of mints that I bought. But um, they're gonna stay there. And maybe if I'm Maybe uh, if I'm feeling especially depressed, maybe I'll go back into it. But they're there for now. If not, I'll hold on to them. I don't know. Give them to some kids for Halloween or something later on. I'm not sure. <laughs> That's it's it's I I can't cannot recommend at all. Uh, this isn't even a non-sponsored thing, but I, I will not recommend at all. So no good. Uh, I don't know why I, I mean, you started talking about food and stuff like that. I I, I it was either that and I was. I was I was torn. I was gonna I'm like I'm gonna get the cakesters, and I walked by the the chip aisle, and they had the freaking popcorns with like the popcorn flavored like like fruity pebbles and all that stuff that they got now. Yeah, I've seen those. I, I can't do those. They'll just I, break my teeth. I was I I flip flop between on the other. Ah, let me try the cakesters. I've been wanting to try it, and I I, I chose badly. It, it was not good. So. Uh, I'll wait, uh, I, I, and I don't think I can justify buying forty dollars Miami Heat Oreos, but I fucking can. <laughs> they better. I mean, how many Oreos do come in the regular pack? Not sure. A, a lot. I I had like five before I got on the show. <laughs> that will be my dinner. Uh, nice gray goose cranberry. <laughs> uh, I yeah, I can't justify forty bucks for for Miami Heat Oreos. As much, I, 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 they better come with like a hundred of them or something at least. But that's the thing that's going on in the NBA. Hey, sports, everybody! Look at that! Look what's going on. Uh, aside from that, I don't know. Uh, Andrew's buying a hat. There's a thing. There we go. Yeah, I'm I, I have to say on my hat. You know how scary it Did is you buy to it? say you don't like. Andrew Not yet. Okay. All right. Not yet. Comment on that real quick. 
Yeah. Do you know how scary it was to tell Andrew? First off, can you tell him the hat, what the hat is? Well, so I'm going to show it on the screen here. So, so right. yeah. Um, but So, Andrew is buying the World Series Baseball Classic uh, Israel hat. Yep. Andrew's Jewish, for those who don't know. Um, today I learned, right? It is always kind of scary sometimes it's like i don't like that hat and be viewed as being anti-semitic or anything i just don't like the color <laughs> of the hat why because it looks like the dallas cowboys oh, and boy. i say a lot of offensive things in the chat nothing about anybody's you know race creed nationality that's not us that's not where we do things here um at all um but i was like hesitant because were, when the hell did i say you were anti-semitic <laughs> no i'm not saying you i'm not saying you but even say on the show maybe a frame for a second because i'm always afraid about being canceled because sometimes i have that stream of consciousness but you never know and it's just like okay i don't want to be with that but i just think it's an ugly looking hat because it reminds me of the dallas cowboys um hats and the stars and i was like definitely terrified and i'm like fuck it me i gotta do this it's Um, on the screen but i mean if he's happy i'm happy I mean, listen, I I kind of see your point so you of it looking see. like a Dallas Cowboys logo. I disagree with this. Hmm. But... I, 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 I mean, it's a completely different shape, but I could see... I, if you it, guys it's had just like the first a... thing that came to mind. Yeah. For whatever reason, it just came to mind. Hmm. It's it just like, I feel like the Rorschach blank tests... I mm. came in, and I just saw it. I just thought Dak Prescott would be. I saw Jerry Jones mm. in it. You know, I, I, I was, I was like, terrified. Because uh, was that not my knee-jerk reaction when he sent us this? Yeah. Like, oh, this is how this Cowboys look. Mm-hmm. I mean, I will say that I prefer this design over the last one. Yeah. Um, was it the same? And you guys, like, a, like a, a, a The other one had an eye in the middle. Oh, okay. Well, that's dumb. That's like Italy's. And also, it was also the the star was smaller. Oh, had a, oh, okay. I remember now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one, this one is bigger, and it's just the star. It doesn't have the eye in it. Um. Yeah, I'm showing off all the hats here. They got USA, which is. Uh, which I, I think we had a good. I was cackling yeah. at work, Andrew, when you and I were doing our back and forth <laughs> on it. It's it's not great. Not a great design. It's terrible. Yeah. The, the problem is, you know, I this has been their logo since the nineties. Yeah. They and listen, there are some things that are that are fine from the nineties and should continue, like the uh the the old Mighty Ducks logo. Um that should be brought back. Um the Marlins colors should be brought back. Um, I think teal is a very uh, underrepresented color. It's coming um, back. And I say that the Lightning are playing the uh, San Jose Sharks right now. It's coming back. The Hornets went back to it. The Pistons went back to it. Somehow I actually wear too much teal um, when they're at home. Back. Marlins are going yeah. back. Watch. It's going to happen. Hopefully. All, all the signs are pointing there. So... Yeah, that logo isn't one of those things that. I mean, that it's not great. At USA Hockey changed their stuff a few years ago. It looks pretty solid. I like it with the shield and all that stuff. 
Um, it's kind of like a modern throwback to the original Shield mm-hmm. logos that they had before, like in the fifties. So that's. Like, I'm just gonna say I'm gonna say my one comment on it because uh, I know Andrew uh, has said a lot of their the hat looks like those who tuck in the Richard Petty, um, uh, you know. Their their Richard Petty smock yeah. and their pale uh, blue denim jeans. Mm-hmm. I've met those people. They're in Polk County. Oh yeah, it's fantastic. It's fantastic. Out. It's the people who tuck in V-neck shirts. Out. Why the gas station next to the uh, Mikasuki Casino? Yeah, that one. That's uh, yeah. exactly. Fam- fam- you know, family dinner nights at McDonald's. <laughs> the only difference between now and then, you know, what you do on Tuesday compared to Friday is that you order the apple pies. Mm. <laughs> oh, sorry. Man, I haven't had a McDonald's up pine forever. Sheesh. Yeah. It's been a long time. My dad would always get those all the time. Uh I haven't even seen I haven't even seen all these hats. Let's say Columbia. Oh, this is a sports show, everybody. Let's look at all the sports stuff for, for now. Well oh, this is good. Out. It's yeah. about an image. Uh Columbia. Uh, have you seen Columbia's? You're part Columbia, I, I don't Charles. like it part as a half Colombian. Yeah. As yeah. a half Colombian. I'm kinda not a fan of it. It's the C's weird. Yeah. Why is it the most Hispanic-looking sea you ever see in your life? Because it's Colombia, baby. <laughs> That's, you, uh, and you know what? There's still going to be people who put the U in there. Mm. It's not how it goes, damn it. Mm. Let's see. Israel, Venezuela changed up their hat. Now they got a... I can't deal with Venezuela because I just look at the commanders and that's all I see. Like the Redskins. Yeah, that's kind of been there. Or Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, uh, they changed their... Uh, every other year, they keep... The, like the years before that, they had... The it made it look like the Venezuelan flag colors. Italy and then... looks like the Texas Rangers. Yeah, uh, yeah. See, Andrew, it's, really it's, it's not just it's just not Israel. I'm seeing everything. I'm like, all right, it's all crossword. It's unoriginal. What they're doing the entire line of it. Uh, Mexico's been granted. I don't know forever. how sexy they can go with it. I like Mexico. Oh, I looks very Aztec. Mexico's is fine. Yeah, I'll take it. Looks very okay. That's Mexico. Yeah, you can believe that's Mexico. Yeah, yeah I can take that. Legend of the Hidden Temple kind of look. Yeah. Um, Japan looks very uh, Japanesey. Yeah, that's that's kind uh, of it. You know what? I kind of like it though for being simplistic kind of um design. They had like a really like very mid 2000s kind of extreme design before. Now they went back to like their retro like, you know, 1950s, you know, does block design, very disciplined type of I don't know. Looks looks very Japanese. Uh, uh let's see, bunch of Yankees caps. Uh Canada has been the same forever. Uh, it's Canadian. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It's gonna... Uh, I haven't seen any other one. I think Puerto Rico's and Dominicans someplace else. I think they're the same for the most part. Yeah, there's, yeah, Dominicans the same. It's like the R and D. Is that is that Canada the one that's red? Yeah, the red with like a C and black. The flag, like a maple the, leaf. Yeah, of course. Yeah, that's them. And then I don't see the others. I don't hate those. it. Yeah, I haven't seen Nicaraguas yet. It's one of those, I, I don't even know. If I think it's just an N. Yeah, it's an N, but I like the style. It's a very uh, classic Spanish-looking N, not like uh, modern Spanish, which is what the the Colombians got. So we got a more classy one. Yeah. Um, I don't see yeah, it. You, you, the as always, yeah. I think. Uh, <laughs> as always, I think the Canadian one is really nice. I, I, all right. Well, I, I don't, I, see I don't no like more. the U.S. one. Yeah, no, we're, we're 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 agreement there. Yeah, we're we're all over here for this one. Uh, well, all right, well, uh, sports. Uh, let's see. So, uh, man, last time we talked, college football playoffs hadn't even happened. Well, I mean, freaking congratulations uh, to 
won the uh, it was Georgia. There you go, because we're off on not that. even close. Point that TCO Me and trash. Andrew watched that together. Oof, what an oof I'm by TCU. Sorry. <laughs> what an oof by TCU. They're gonna be like, but we got seven points and we made it to the finals. Mm. I didn't even watch it. I just knew it was gonna be a shit show. And I think I was just texting you guys my Andrew um, had arrogant, to watch it. you know, yeah. attitude towards it. <laughs> yeah, he was. I'm sorry about that, Andrew. I'd rather watch daytime soap operas again. Yeah. I used to when I was we there. had pizza, so that was a good thing. <laughs> that was like the best part of that of that night was just eating the pizza. Um, and hey. let's see what else. Uh, let's see, uh, the All Star Game just happened here in Florida, so that happened. So, yay, the Panthers did it. They hosted it. People liked it. Yay. It didn't rain until the last day. Which is when the actual game happened. So, but before that, it was nice. The beach was nice. All the, all the northerners came by and had a good time. So, and Gary Bettman was like, "See, why, why do we want to move this team? All right? Why do y'all, y'all fucking love coming down here?" So, um, so that was good. And uh, hockey's happening. I think the Panthers won last night against Lightning, so that was good. Uh, Matthew Kachuk is uh, your daddy, Andrew. So. I'll, I'll just let you know that. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, uh, he's, uh, yeah, yeah, he's 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 poking. The Panthers are he's, not doing great. He's the only good thing that the Panthers have right now. <laughs> yeah, well, how are the Panthers doing? Ugh, nah, they're barely above five hundred. But yeah, we're getting Anthony like, Duclair back. I was looking back. at the standings. And... Uh, if we get Anthony Duclair back, and we can, and we've got like a ton of home games in like the next in the second half of the season. So it's mostly home games. I think for like like twenty days they only have like one road game or something like that. So if they can string together a winning streak, they can. They're not gonna catch up to Tampa or Toronto or Boston. I've already kind of let that go. So it's Pittsburgh or Washington and Buffalo is also doing all right this season. They're finally rebuilding in a good way. So that's kind of been hockey lately. That's. Uh, I haven't really been. I mean, it's been the All Star break, so I haven't really followed all that much at all. I like Luongo being the celebrity goalie. That was really nice uh, to see him back in the pads, even though he didn't retire that that long. Speaking ago, of, those so. pads were awesome. Oh yeah, he had the uh, the amazing nod to every stop in his career, uh, including the C when he was made the captain of the uh, Vancouver Canucks, which was. Uh, a very brief moment, but he did it. So goalies never are named captain of their teams, and but Luongo was the last one to have been named that, and he might be the last one to be named that actually. Um, so that was cool. Uh, Canucks fans are fucking assholes that don't deserve anything, and the entire Vancouver Canucks organization also uh, doesn't deserve anything good, especially the way they handled can, Bruce. Can Boudreau. I get context for this hatred? Oh, uh, oh Bo- yes, Bruce Boudreau. All right, my dude, my dude, my yeah, dude. Exactly, you're you're you know wrestling fan, so he's he's one. He of likes you, the Charles. right guy. Yeah, yeah, he's one of you, Charles. So he's so adorable. I think when we we Everybody put him loves. on the hottest yeah. list, I said he's just a cute guy. He's 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 uh he's I think he's like sixty eight years old. This this might have been his last stop in in his hockey coaching career, and it just ended up in a shitty way. He was. Hired as the interim coach last year of the Canucks, like in the, like after they fired their coach. I forgot who was the coach of the Canucks. The Canucks are terrible. They're in a rebuilding phase. And so it was like, okay, cool. You know, Boudreaux, he had some success with, with the Capitals before for a long time. I think it was with the Wild for a bit. 
Like he's 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 been around the block. He's coached some good teams. Uh, just never got over the hump to win an actual Stanley Cup. But still, Vancouver, young team, experienced coach. They can learn a lot from. Cool. And they never like they're like, oh, you're gonna be interim coach still. Uh, they changed GMs and all that sort of stuff. And and it was like they didn't find a head coach over the last off season, so they just stuck with Boudreau. But Boudreau was coaching without uh, like any assurance that like, hey, you you know, hey, we'll 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 think of you. And then they finally fired him after the Canucks were just doing terrible. But the team is shitty. It's a shitty team. It's it's a terrible, terribly run team right now. Their rebuild is not been great. You would think that if they would have had the courtesy to have let Boudreaux go in the offseason. Be like, hey, look, dude, we're in a rebuild. You might want to go coach some other team that you might have a shot, might be up and coming. We're not up and coming yet. We're still in this. So we'll get some young coach who might want to do a start here in, in Vancouver. Something like that. I don't know. They could have gotten somebody else, but they fired him. It was not good. The social media team posted his exit press conference and he was crying. Like, you don't do that, man. All right. This man has been in hockey for like, I don't know, 40, 50 years. Like his entire life. It's been his whole thing. And and people like Boudreaux, you know, right? It's it's he didn't deserve the way he went out. And if this is the what this is the end of his career, then shit, man. Um it's it's not good. So that's uh, Vancouver Canucks fans and, and their organization don't deserve anything nice. Even with Luongo with the thing, um they didn't retire his number. Uh they just had him in the ring of honor. The Panthers retired his number already. And he's the winningest goalie of all time. He got them within one game of winning the Stanley Cup. And people are like, well, our other great goalie before, he wore number one also. And he also got to a game seven and lost, but we didn't retire his number. I'm like, well, fucking retire both. The Yankees do it. <laughs> they, they've retired two numbers at once for two guys. Or uh, class. Yeah, but still, I mean, anyways, and the fucking Canucks fans think their organization is is good. Like, like you guys are not the Leafs, <laughs> you, and and that and that's saying something, all right? You're comparing you to the Leafs. I haven't won shit in a long time. You guys aren't the Habs, that's for sure. You're you're sheesh, man. Gosh, there's so many other teams that just do better than. Oh man, I gotta. Okay, guys, keep talking. I got work call. Sheesh. So all I know about Berdro is he loves Kevin Owens. I love Kevin Owens in wrestling. And then I watched his uh, exit interview, um, or at least whatever it did. And I mean, it just seems kind of messed up. But hockey, at 68, Andrew, is this really just his last stop? I always feel like a lot of guys keep getting chances anyway, no matter how old they are. Is this really his last call, last go? Is it because of how bad the Canucks were doing? That that's how you know it's the end all, be all, everything in between? Uh... I don't know. I mean, anyone that has a pulse knows that it wasn't his fault that the team was doing so poorly. Yeah. Um, well, anyone that actually pays any sort of attention to hockey knows that he was dealt a bad hand and he did the best he could with it. Um, you know, he's become like a sentimental favorite. Uh, favorite as 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 far as coaches go so i mean i'm sure a team would love to have fans would love to have him just on that alone um 
but like Francisco said, he hasn't had, you know, the most playoff success and, you know, who knows if, you know, he'll go any further. Um, so I don't know. I mean, this could be the end. I hope it's not because, you know, the, I don't care how bad the coach is. The way he went out was just terrible. Um, so in that regard, he deserves at least one more chance just to go out on a high note. Maybe it's um, just a situation where he ends up getting an interim job and then someone gets fired and he could just kind of carry it over. All right. I'm it's the back. worst thing to say, but that's how sometimes these guys come back. I in. am back. I'm back. All right. So yeah. All right. We held a hockey conversation. Hell yeah. Gotcha. We're so proud of ourselves. Hell yeah. Go. There you go, guys. Uh, I'm, uh, I don't know where to go from here, guys, with the show. It might be a shorter show because we started pretty late. It's already eight, almost eight thirty. Um, well, let, let, let's let's do. We're let's thirty do minutes. It's on the other sports. I think it's fairly. All right. Um. Uh. Well, straight training starting next week. So there's that, with pitchers and catchers reporting. So, uh, I mean, the Marlins actually signed people. I'll talk. I mean, we got. Jun Segura, we got we traded for Luis Arias. Uh, so we actually have players that like the Marlins can't develop hitting, so they actually found some guys who could actually hit a little bit. So that's cool. Um, I still think they're gonna win like 75 games, but <laughs> that's that's better than 69, which was yesterday, so that was uh, kind of nice, but not very nice for a team like that. Uh, unless something goes horribly wrong with uh, everybody else in the division. But uh, Carlos Correa is in Minnesota still. He stayed. That was... That was something, man. That was an ordeal. Was, was his, I don't know. Something's up with his ankle. I have no idea, but the Twins are okay with it. I feel, I feel like that was a free agent signing news that no one actually cared about except for... You know, Carlos Mets Correa's fan. camp and his mother. And Mets fans. Yeah. Well, you know, the Mets just, right now, they're just being gluttonous. They just want everybody. And mm-hmm. I like Buck, Buck Showalter, but Buck Showalter is exactly why he wasn't the Yankees manager past mm-hmm. everything. Because it, it, it just ain't the guy to get there, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it happened in New York. Happened with the Diamondbacks also. He couldn't get there. Get over the hump. Uh, the Orioles too, right? Yeah, same thing. Yeah, always, always. Well, the Orioles, be... I kind of feel like he gets a mulligan on. Uh, I think him not putting Ubaldo Jimenez as in that one game against the Blue Jays was like that was totally his fault. So that was you that have, was like, that fantastic memory, man. Yeah, well, I think Andrew would remember that for sure. Um, Which one? When uh, Buck Show the Blue Jays Orioles wild card game and. Showalter put Ubaldo Jimenez instead of his actual closer to, mm. uh, to keep that game tied. And the and then Edwin Encarnacion hit that massive home run. Uh, walk off. And like yeah, the, that... Uh, like thir- uh-huh. 13th inning or something. That wasn't ideal, now was it? No, no. So Buck Showalter is just kind of... Just always seems to find a way to shoot himself in the foot uh, in the playoffs. Uh, yeah, so I don't know what else stuck out for baseball. Uh, Jazz is on the MLB cover, so I'm buying that this year because God yeah, knows when the Marlins going to have somebody else over for no reason. Yeah, well, because the Marlins can't find the center fielder. They can't develop one either. So he's going to be the center fielder. And I think, well, his favorite player was Ken Griffey Jr. 
So, How do you feel about that? Like, you actually have something that's of uh, a claim here to talk about. He's all right. And so, all I read on the Marlins Twitter was everybody was loving it because they believe in jazz. And I'm just like, can I get someone who's objective here? You were Rita Repulsa <laughs> for an entire football season. And I and was right somebody, about the anyone. Dolphins. So I was I was fucking right. I, 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 I knew they were going to break everybody's hearts. So people were actually believing in that Buffalo Bills game, too. That was and yeah, well, actually, if more than anything else, the Dolphins exposed the Bills for who they really are. So that was uh, that was oh, really yeah, the only thing there. Um, but well, anyways, rule changes they're going to come now. <laughs> the NFL's really going to push the Bills. I'm just saying. Right? And, well, well, we all know it's rigged. There's a yeah. script. There's a script. So we all know the NFL is scripted. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How about that? Yeah, that I meme was the script fantastic. to me that Todd Downing was going to get fired. <laughs> <laughs> that that oh, was so a great cool. meme for like a week. The NFL scripted. <laughs> oh man. Uh, but yeah, yeah, Jazz is. Uh... It was great because you got players who were uh, talk about it. I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, well, we'll get to that later. But Jazz, I mean, he is. Yeah. I, I don't know how he's going to do in center field. Uh, but I mean, he's is center field like the easiest position for somebody who's never played it to learn. Right field is probably the best position for someone who's never played it to learn because you don't. You just kind of stand there and don't really do anything. Yeah. Center field, you actually got. I'm afraid he's just going to hit the wall a couple times. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I mean that's kind of the thing. Well, he'll have the speed, I'm sure. Juan Pierre is going to be at at the Marlins spring training, and likely is going to be helping him out to learn as well. And we'll see. I mean, the Marlins put their left fielder in center field last year. Uh, two of them, I think, Jesus Sanchez and like Brian De La Cruz, and those guys did not work out at all. So, uh, okay, hold on. Keep going, guys. It's another phone call. <laughs> so, I, I, going Turn on. the damn phone. Yeah, work is work. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll jump onto it here because, as you know, even though I'm a Yankees fan, I will follow and support my friends' teams, including Marlins and the Rays. The Rays, I already know because they're in my damn division. But it, it just seems it seems cheap. And I know they signed the guy who's supposed to be one of the best um, at that base that Jazz was playing earlier. Was it second base? Or All right. That was my sister trying to figure out how much money I gave her. <laughs> okay. Right. Well, so quick question. Jazz was playing what? Second base or shortstop? Second base. Okay. He was developed second as a base. shortstop. And now, but then he became a second baseman because we had Miguel Rojas. But then we traded Miguel Rojas. He's gone. But they still signed a second base, a, a shortstop. So he's... <laughs> And we, we can't develop a center fielder, so now he's second base. And I think Luis Arias, I think he's a second baseman. So there you go. Yeah. So that's the well, deal. My thing is, is that how long are you going to go without spending just even for regular position players? We're not asking you to get superstars, but damn, trade somebody, go for somebody, sign somebody. I know the free agency crop, uh, crop was very short only, and small for these positions, but damn. The only significant center fielder that's out there is Brian Reynolds of the Pittsburgh Pirates. He's he's not happy okay. there. He's disgruntled. The Marlins have the prospects to probably get it done and may have to overpay the Pirates to do it, but they're the Pirates. It's not going to come down and come back and bite you. Um but I think, I don't know, for some reason, I don't know if the Marlins are trying to wait this out with, like, the Mets and the Braves and the Phillies and whatever little window they're in. But uh, they don't have the money to spend, and I don't know what's going to happen because, 
they, they can only do this so far. They, they don't have the scouting or anything like Tampa to keep to keep up unless, like, really that's where the Marlins should be spending their money is to poach people from Tampa and all these other franchises, or Houston, and and build up their scouting department so that they can compete, uh, even like mid range payroll with uh, uh, Washington, uh, not Washington, but uh, Philly and Atlanta and, and New York. That's really their. That's really their. Their. Where they're, gosh, but just be the St. Louis Cardinals. My God, they don't spend like a that. They they kind of mid range, kind of upper mid range. So just be that. That's all I want the Marlins to be, right? Um, but my thing is, how does it help your first time coach Skip Schumacher do anything effectively? Well, he's got better. Right? I mean, he's he's got more to work with this year than he than Don Mattingly has had in the last few years since they blew everybody like like blew up the whole thing with stanton and those guys so honestly shoemaker's got a better team than manly ever had since uh since the Stanton days um so that's it's 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 not as terrible a situation compared to other jobs in baseball for shoemakers so he was with the cardinals and uh and i think the padres in their coaching staff for a bit and I was thinking, I think he's with the Padres when they weren't really awesome. So I think he's, I think it'll be all right. He's a player's coach. Um, I think he actually does know Spanish too. Cause that's a, that's a thing that matters to the Marlins. And yeah, yeah. I mean, it's mm-hmm. like I said, I, I think this, I'm conservatively saying that they're going to win like 75 games, which, you know, if, if their hitters actually hit, cause the two guys that they signed last year was, uh jorge soler who who got injured and didn't hit well and then um and then avisayo garcia who got fat last year uh from all the arepas uh here in miami and but he but 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 he's been working out the entire offseason he is he's he's looking good he's thin now so he laid off the arepas i, I know he I get it, man. I understand. All right, he's a Venezuelan. It was hard to resist. He came down. He was in Milwaukee before. They don't got no adepas up there. So, so yeah, he's they just uh, got cheese up there, buddy. Oh, they got Culvers. That's what they got up there. <laughs> Giannis came back to the light. Oh, let's talk about that. Uh, so Giannis scored fifty, and uh, he decided to get Culvers instead of Chick Fil A. Yeah, he he trusts Culver's. That's what yeah, he said. Chick-fil-A sucks. Yeah, exactly. He he finally saw the light. He finally see. You know, I get it. You won the NBA Finals. You know, it doesn't matter. Like, you know, you can have just, you know mediocre chicken nuggets and just be like, yeah, yeah. You are just you're on just absolute high in adrenaline. But now he's seen the light. He went to Culver's. He tried some of that custard and and the burgers and stuff like that. And and I get it, man. I understand. Heck, we the last two times I've been to Orlando, that's where we've been going. Andrew, you can attest for sure. I actually left my freaking. I left the a pint of it back at your place. Actually, I'm gonna get some of that when I come I know. Back, when I come back when we check out that Solar Bears game. But yeah, uh, there's a Culver's down here, right? Somewhere down here in South Florida. Uh... Like there, there's one by where I live. I don't know. I'll there's, look. There's up. definitely one in Martin near Stewart. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, because I think there's probably one in Broward. I think there's another one further south of there. There's probably one in Broward. That's probably like I think, the there's, one I think there's one in West Palm as well. Really? If if so, 
I'm going to West Palm Beach tomorrow. I, I'm, I'm going to get my teeth clean, and I'm coming back, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to store those bad boys afterwards. So that'll be good. Uh, I'll, I'll suggest it to the folks so they can get it. You know, I, I try and bring food to the folks. What do you eat from there? I, I've been trying the chicken stuff. Like you know, they're I don't eat burgers at like burger joints no more, for whatever reason. I don't know. I just can't deal with them. Man. Yeah. I don't know. I'm getting old. You know, I'm starting to feel the grease. I, I get concerned about it, Charles. I really do. Right. What the, the hell is this? <laughs> you know, I I've been. Yeah, jeez, man. The last couple months, just the, the health and all this stuff. I'm trying to get it. I'm trying to get it together. I'm trying to get it together. So, uh, I. Well, I'm I don't, not crazy I don't remember the last Culver's time I had. Food, a, so. I had a I had Burger Fi last month. That was like the last like mm. outside hamburger that I had that it wasn't like one that I had in my my sister's place or something. So, that's kind of been my thing. Uh, but yeah. Okay, so Francisco, the closest one yes. to Miami, it's not go. open yet. Oh, um, is oh. in Cooper City. Oh, okay, all right. That's okay. Not open yet, but there's one in Broward. I'm assuming. I'm going to assume. Uh, and there's one right now in uh, Margate that is open. Okay, all right. So that's just just in case I, I have some uh, cravings is- for the thing instead of buying the fucking Oreo Cakesters. What a mistake. So actually it's south of West Palm, so Yeah. Okay, that's fine. I, I can I can deal with that come up. That's for sure. Um guys, I really don't know where to go with this. We're at forty two minutes. I I've not, I will my, go my brain it. is shot. I will lead it. I will handle it. Yes, give us give us stuff to talk about Charles. I, I, I got it. There's a bunch of stuff. I should have written the, stuff over the last couple of The Super Bowl months. is this weekend. Oh yeah, that's that, that's, thing that's where we probably should have opened with this yeah. sports show. Everybody. Everybody's talking about Super Bowl. But, so, I love how everybody is making about the battle for Andy Reid's soul. <laughs> Andy Reid and the Eagles like split amicably. He's just gonna enjoy the Waffle House regardless. Yeah. The NFL playoffs were okay. You know, in viewing it, and I viewed it almost its full capacity, minus like two or three games. Go good for um, just good for like when you think about it. Sometimes okay, we love underdogs, but sometimes there's a good sensation when you see the two one seeds actually seeing each other at the Super Bowl because mm. it means something's working correctly. Yeah, and there's no real narrative behind this Super Bowl compared to like last year, which was the Rams trade all this stuff for you know Matt uh, Stafford, and then we have joey b being chilly over here or the year prior when it was brady and whoever and then mm-hmm. mahomes and whoever yeah. and everybody doing something and i love how everybody's just hating the narrative that mahomes is here I'm like this is what a transcendent you know quarterback is supposed to do it's supposed to lead a team even if they don't have time this is what people but thought like, dan marino would be like and that yeah, happened. well it feels like a little bit the most hyped or the least hyped um super bowl in quite some time because you had so many overarching narratives and then no one's really hyping up the Eagles for making a very well-constructed roster that did things effectively. No one's talking about how the Chiefs are you know, doing this really without Tyreek and playing a different field of offense mm-hmm. because they don't want to. And then all they want to talk to me about is like the Kelsey Bowl, <laughs> but people forget that both Kelseys have won Super Bowls already. So to me, it's really irrelevant and not necessary if anything if anything i want to talk about how frank clark is just you know channeling his inner freaking gangster telling everybody 
don't come to Burrowhead Stadium and how much because I need a rival. Damn, I need man. a real that was a great pet, that was pettiness rivalry. beyond all level. That exactly. Was and I appreciate the petty. And mm. I need a real legitimate feud in the NFL. And so long they want to tell you it was the Bills and the Chiefs, all because the Bills couldn't play defense. So let's make all the excuses. So we want to crown them because we just like them because it's the Bills, because we feel bad about making a script of having them go four straight Super Bowls and not having them win one. So let's make them love you now. But there is something special. There is some Detroit Pistons, Michael Jordan Bulls special about the possibility of the Chiefs and the Bengals facing each other like every single year because NFL has been missing that NBA. I get that every day of the week, baby. I get, especially if you're on the Memphis Grizzlies, I'm always going to fight. I'm always getting John Moran and Dylan Brooks talking John, that John shit. just talking about, Hey, we're the most hated team in the NBA. <laughs> yeah. I, I am basically getting like a, I'm basically getting rap EP samples of songs going on day in and day out where we just get different remixes and variations. And I absolutely love it in the NBA and the NFL has been kind of bored. Because really, it was just anybody but Tom Brady. That was your legitimate beef in the NFL. Yeah. Not just not Tom Brady. But Tommy B retired. Tommy B stayed two years or three years yeah, the- in Tampa. And now he's just showing uh, them thirst traps to yeah. them ladies out there. We saw the Twitter feeds. But this is something special. This is something special that we're getting. But the problem is, your AFC championship game is just now more interesting than your Super Bowl. Because yeah. it's like you couldn't create this narrative because at the end of the day, good for Nick Sirianni and Howie Roseman of the Eagles for constructing this right roster. Good for Jalen Hurts, who does deserve his money mm-hmm. to show that a second-round quarterback can do things effectively just like a first-rounder because you know who was two good second-round quarterbacks and no one wants to talk about? Three. I'll give you three. Andy Dalton, mm-hmm. Colin Kaepernick, and um, De- uh, Derek Carr. <laughs> and they all got you to the playoffs if you construct it well enough alone. And Sirianni doesn't do anything that's just terrible. It's the city of Philly. So if they won, it's I'm waiting for the It's Always Sunny episode that I'm getting. <laughs> well, AJ Brown they, they got traded. ready for it, the, the one tribute video for, uh, episode yeah, of that and, one. Yeah, and I, I'm going to take the other one. And AJ Brown is on the Eagles. So you know that's, that's the what I, that was what I was waiting for. for me. It's now, coming. Because let me take you back, boys. Hmm. Let me take you back, man, as J. Cole once said, to about nine months ago. We're doing the NFL draft update. And then Francisco is just telling me on this stream, oh, hey, man, XYZ. I'm happened. looking I'm for like, DoorDash. I was looking for DoorDash. <laughs> yeah, we were talking about Wendy's. And he's like, oh, oh, you know, the Titans just traded. I'm like, what? What? And then I find out that they traded AJ Brown to the Eagles. And I'm like, what? Why? And and then in this year, that's coming. That there is nothing that's more perfect storybook Cinderella than AJ Brown winning a Super Bowl, leading to the firings of John Robinson, our GM who traded away. And AJ didn't want a lot of money. And I'll say on the record now, I love, I love, I love Derrick Henry. Love him. We know I love him. He has a shirt with my statement about the Henry Handy in there. But I would have traded him before I traded AJ Brown. So there's nothing more perfect than AJ Brown going. And he's been excellent for the Eagles. 1,400 yards, something like nature, like 8, 9, 10, 11 touchdowns, wherever you call it. He has been purely what they needed to be. To win this Super Bowl, and he led to John Robinson getting fired, and then also to a plus Todd Downing got fired, and that always makes me feel a little bit good inside. It makes me feel very oozy because John Robinson betrays me, and betrayal is sometimes bad, <laughs> sometimes so sweet. Mm. That's a little reference there. The the, the the Kansas City Chiefs don't really don't really have that kind of storyline, 
and I don't really care. I'm actually this is the first Super Bowl in a very long time that I'm okay with whoever wins. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'm like, yeah. Last year I kind of felt like it was the same thing too, but I was really pushing for Aaron Donald. So I'm not gonna lie and say that I wasn't a little bit biased. But I, I need some stuff, but there's something special, boys, that I think you can even get non NFL fans to watch if it's always um Chief Bengals. Because Joey B's got a little bit of that swagger. He is a fucking Lucas main. I'm saying that right now. Eli Apple. Eli Apple cashing them checks mouth. that his yeah, it just can't happen. Mm-hmm. And then um it, it's just so good. And then Eddie Reed just not eating into that. And then the worst I think the I think the reason why people hate Patrick Mahomes is because they hate his brother, who I know absolutely nothing about, except he kind of looks like a Chad. Yeah. But it's okay. You know, not even a Chad. Okay, he but... is not a Chad. Not not whatsoever. Mm-mm. Not a Chad. Not a Chad. What would he be? Um, I don't know. Um, just... But I would say... But I would say I will watch the Super Bowl. I will enjoy the Super Bowl. I don't, I'm don't. i happy with whoever really wants it. A chode. He'd be a chode, but not a Chad. A chode. Yeah, we'll take a chode. We'll take a chode. We'll take a chode. <laughs> um, but, you know, that's that's my thoughts on the NFL. We just finally found our offensive coordinator at the fire, you know, firing Todd Downing. We just promoted our guy who was the passing coordinator. So we'll pass us. Why even bother? Um, His offense is paid we'll head see. coach we'll to a defensive coordinator. And yeah. yeah. And Brian Flores. Yeah. Brian Flores is now uh, the defensive coordinator on the Vikings. So good for him as he tries to sue the NFL for something that was very apparent. Mm-hmm. And then Sean Payton is on the Broncos. So congratulations, Denver. The Denver Walmarts, because that's who owns them. Uh, essentially got a guy who quit after one year realizing he didn't have Drew Brees. I'm saying it. The, the, man, like, my, the AK is out. We're, we're spraying and praying here, kids. Um, you know, we're the guy who we we say he was such a good coach, but had, like, multiple, like, two in a row and then an additional year of a 7-9 and nine record with a mostly healthy Drew Brees, a roster held that was constructed badly. I don't know how the Saints do it, but sometimes the idea – is that you work with what you had, and even though you overpaid people, I will never hate players getting their money. I will always kind of crap on franchises who put too much bad money into people, and that's on them because you got to learn the, the economics of it. But you gave up so much just to get Russell, and then you trade like another first rounder to the Saints. And my buddy's a Saints fan, so I'm like, all right, guy. My other friend's a Broncos fan. We were just talking to him. He's like, yeah, I know, but whatever. What are we supposed to do? I'm like, I know, I know. Um, but you're trading basically mortgage your future for a quarterback who looked out of sorts and then a head coach in the one year he did not have Drew Brees. Listen, the one year he did not have Drew Brees could not get anything done. And then he retired. I'm just saying, is Drew Brees really the product of Sean Payton's success? Because people love to sure say that Sean helped out Drew. And he did career-wise, but Can't at some that. point. Because Drew got point, himself that thing because he had those – like two good years in San Diego before he went out, you know? Yeah, and then they had the shoulder surgery. Yeah, that was the whole thing. And then Drew became more relevant. Drew was hitting 5,000 yards. Nick Saban still hates the Dolphins doctors for that. Like, But here's the truth. Does Russell Wilson scheme? Because I've seen plenty of tape. I'm going to say, I'm going to say what the analysts like to say. I've seen plenty of tape. No, I've seen enough from throughout the years, man. Throughout the years. That it's really like run the ball, run the ball, deep ball, pass, deep ball, pass. You know, all these guys. Let's mm. see what happens. Look what Pete, I'm just saying. Look what, look what Pete Carroll did without him. I'm, mm. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. Right? Geno so, Smith doing his thing. So, yeah. 
Uh, let's see. So we're at 52 minutes. That was NFL talk. So Super Bowl next. I really, I really don't mind who who wins or loses. Oh, to be honest. yeah, yeah, it's gonna be fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have no oh, idea. And, and can we? Can I? Can I throw one more dig? Mm-hmm. May I throw one more dig? Yeah. Am I? Am I allowed to? Yeah. Of course. Um, y'all love Derek Carr now. Y'all love Derek Carr. Y'all love Derek Carr now because he was throwing at little targets, but this whole time. Y'all were crapping on him. And you're saying, oh, it's so bad what Oakland's doing. And they're holding him hostage. The man's going to get released so he can be able to sign anywhere he wants to go. But now y'all love him. For nine years, all y'all talk that trash. For nine years, you talked all that trash. He gets you to playoffs twice, technically. Didn't play in one playoff game. I think Matt McGloin did. And then last year, look, I thought Rick Bisaccio should have been the head coach after that performance and what him and Carl led to. But now we're saying this, but... Are we also going to take away that he was kind of a product of the demise of this team? But the problem is with with Derek gone being Derek Carr being gone, there's some chatter chatter that I cannot stand for, gentlemen, of a former quarterback that Devontae Adams has caught balls from that helped propel this man to be like a back to back MVP, possibly going to Las Vegas to get all the ayasa that he needs. <laughs> oh, you can eat buffet of ayasa. And this is going to be, unfortunately, my off-season storyline. Let him do it. Because Patrick Mahomes or um, or Jalen Hurts can win the Super Bowl. Andy Reid can win the Super Bowl. Every, Frank Clark grilling up can win the Super Bowl. Or everybody else in the Eagles can win the Super Bowl. And I know this goddamn off-season is just going to be demonstrated to you, where is Aaron Rodgers. And Rodgers mm-hmm. is not going to – I'm calling it right now. The same reason why Brady did not retire last year because he didn't want to share the spotlight with Big Ben retiring is the same reason – why Rodgers is not going to retire because he doesn't want to retire the same year that Brady did. So he's going to continue to play. And then my entire three months, three months, because you know, it's going to happen post draft. It has to that because that would be the ultimate move, right? Hmm. Yeah. Cause he wants to play. He's going to be dedicated to like, where will Aaron Rodgers play? The same thing happened with Brett Favre, by the way. Oh my God. Same fucking thing happened. They were in front of his fucking front lawn. It, it, I know it is creepy. It is creepy because it's clear, clear as day. They don't believe in Jordan Love, mm-hmm. and I, I know the body of work dictates that you know Aaron Rodgers trumps Love. But at some point, y'all also made the decision, made the decision to go past Favre and Wolf Rodgers, regardless, because of a couple games that he covered when um, Favre got injured midseason. If you guys remember correctly, against mm-hmm. Dallas, man. I can't live like this anymore. I just can't do this. <laughs> Disgusting. A few more years. A few more years. That's it. You will be good. All right. Mm, let's see. 55 minutes. Is there anything else you guys want to talk about? We could do a word from our non-sponsors. We, yeah. we should probably just you go want to do that and yeah. call it a night. Yeah. yeah, we're at 55 minutes. And then, well, that and then we'll... Then we'll, uh, I mean, Nintendo Direct's not until tomorrow, so I don't know gaming talk. I was trying to get it's, Andrew it's to be... play more games. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that doesn't require Majora's Mask. You know, he's got to enjoy the single player side of it. Play Majora's Mask. Exactly. He's got to play Majora's Mask. Or, <laughs> you know, just say, I, th- I feel like that's, if I was going to do a, a video game draft for Andrew, I'd pick Legends of Majora's Mask. Um, you know, plenty of guides online. Uh, Dude, I'm 33 years old. I don't want to play Majora's Mask. That shit's hard. I'm sorry, really? Andrew. I, uh, I, 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 I it's because that game like three times. 25 years old is much different, man. <laughs> or 
Well, I'm well, sorry, 25 he's got years the, ago. He's got the save states and stuff like that, so it'll be easier for him. For sure. On the N64 Switch, whatever. So, oh, I was just saying. Or he's because he's not biting on in all those deals you keep sending him. So, uh, you know, but we'll see. Uh, all right. So, yeah, word from our non-sponsors, people, places, things, concepts, what have you. We've been joining over the last, ooh, let's say three months. <laughs> the last three months. So, something that sticks out to you guys. If anything, I don't know who wants to go first. You guys have been thought, thinking about this, or we can do multiple ones. It doesn't matter to to me at this point. We we just we got a show. Uh, it wasn't thoroughly planned because of a bunch of stuff for me for work. But uh, let's see. Gosh, Andrew been quiet. I want to hear from him. Sheesh. I mean, he's he's got his switch now. You know, he's got Splatoon three. He's been enjoying that a long time. For for. For the last couple mm-hmm. weeks, uh, I don't know. I don't know what. What have you been been liking, Andrew? Got the new digs. Uh, no, let's see. Um, I I know what I'm choosing. It's just I I forget what it's called. Um, Pronto Italy Pizza. Is that the one we went to? Yes. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah, they, 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 yeah, just so, some good eats, not a chain. Yeah. We, um, my mom and I discovered a uh, little pizza place next to where our place is in Osceola County. Mm. <laughs> Charles, it is in Osceola County. Okay. Um, okay. It's called Pronto Italy. Uh, and I'm I'm not mispronouncing it. It's just a pun. It's it's like Italy, except it's E A T A L Y. Yep. Italy. Um, it's probably the best pizza I've ever had. Um, which is saying something because I've had a lot of pizza, a lot of very good pizza, but it is really good. Um. You know, it's nice. You can sit outdoors. They play really awesome music. Um, free refills. Um, get multiple sizes. They also ser- uh, sell uh, things other than pizza. You've got calzones. You've got, I think, lasagna. I got the menu. Uh, they have a pretty, yeah. a pretty, um, pretty good list of things they serve. They sell uh, subs pretty too. Pretty decent prices as well. What's that? They sell subs too, which means there's three places that sell subs in that one plaza. You got the subway, you got the mm-hmm. Publix, and you got the pizza place. I'm just, I'm just. Um, <laughs> I need to try some of the other stuff eventually. Uh, the only thing I've had so far are the pizza and um, calzone. I should venture out into the the pastas at some point. You know, we should, oh, they we spelled should. entrees wrong. We we should. Oh, well, I don't know if that's uh, let's where pizza entres. I don't know unless there's an there's an Italian version of that word, but um, I don't know. But anyways, yeah, I I highly recommend it. Um. Charles, if you ever, for some reason, come up to Orlando, I'll take you there. I uh, like a good pizza. Really, it's it's really good. Uh, Francisco can attest. Wait, well, we, um, and we were tempted last time I was up there. 
uh, to go to Cafe Minero. Charles. Listen, I, I listen. All right. I got a little excited just hearing that right now. <laughs> we were tempted. We actually, we were driving back from UCF, uh, taking I-4, and we passed by I-Drive. Um, and we were talking in the car. It's like, hey, Francisco, want to make Charles jealous? <laughs> We, we could have gone there easily. I want I, I, uh, I off of the highway, but we, mm-hmm. we we opted not to. Yeah. Next time, it, it is literally the best experience I've ever had. Yeah. It is what Trevor Lawrence felt when he went to the Waffle House the first time <laughs> in his life. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So pronto Italy. Uh, so yeah, pronto Italy pizza promo code Entres. <laughs> <laughs> Andres. Okay. You want to go up, Charles? You got anything? Um, yes. So it's it, a lot. Hmm. A lot. A lot I could say. A lot I could say. Could it be food? Could it be gaming? It's a lot of things. Could it be television? Ramona is my non-sponsor of the year, as always, as I told you back in March. But I live an intense lifestyle. I'm at the gym. I have a very intense job. You know, I deal with people and I'm an intense brain. And sometimes you just need that feel good, wholesome, cute and cuddly sensation. You have to remember that you're human sometimes, boys. You know, in the heart of winter shall winter heart lay. But I, I, I got to get a warm every now and then. And during our hiatus, I played a lot of games. But I played a game that just, just put a smile on my face. Made me feel all good inside. It's a game I can recommend to anybody who's seven years old, 17 years old, 33 years old, 30. Anybody who has a newly bought Switch because they were supposed to go to Seattle, but then I've like circumvented to Osceola County, now Polk County. And that's Kirby and the Forgotten Lands. It is just such a good game. It is wholesome. It's a little bit harder on the remix levels. It was enjoyable. It's about 15, 16, 17 hours long. Basically, a story you need to know Kirby gets sucked up going elsewhere doing some things and he's a pink vicious little bubblegum and he brought his friends the little do-rag bandana guy that you know confirmed my theory that uh waddle kirby is gangsta affiliated which i love so much waddle d thank you because there's so many waddle d's so it's got to yeah. be do-rag waddle d yeah but right? it, yeah. it doesn't have like the specific thing Bo- yeah exactly. that's a do-rag all right i don't 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 call me it's a bad i know the difference that's right i live in new york and miami damn it but <laughs> yeah, yeah, which I've been rewatching a lot of. Just saying, there's been a lot of memes on Twitter. But I have it in my head where Kirby and uh, Waddle D now are Wunsler and Gin Rummy, and I can't get that out of my head. For anybody who's seen the Boondocks, you know what I'm talking about. But basically, what you need to know it's a semi, it is not an open world, but it's a semi linear world, mostly like linear. Mario 3 Kirby world. and that little. Yeah, that little Phoenix thing, whatever it's called, Eflin or whatever. Um, yeah. Kirby just sucks up things, absorb their powers. And I found myself using the ice and the fire and the whirlwind. And then um, I was very – the gun was kind of disappointing, the ranger. But, uh, yeah. you know, I like being to Meta Knight and everything of that nature. But, guys, there's just very sweet moments. Like, as you see in the background, you can just take a little photo ops. It's cute. I reunited a family of ducks, not on just one world but in two worlds. It felt good. It felt right. My heart like tugged into it. And then I beat it. And I remember, crap, this is Kirby. 
there's a secret ending that I got to find. So they have a secret like level that comes in with a remix of the best ofs of all the worlds. And I did that to complete it fully, get the true ending, which I recommend people to do. DD's in there. Everybody's kind of in there. They made um, Soldier Knight or whatever it's called, like Canon. Um, it's just cool. I liked it. It's very wholesome. It's very cute. It's good. It's it's what games need to be. I feel, and it's what Nintendo um, profits of very well because when everything is dark, grimy, and action based, granted, who's I'm just playing what Death at the Outsider the other day, so there it goes where my mindset is. Um, where everything's got to be this grim, cursing, killing people, Call of Duty. You get something where it's just Kirby's really just eating, absorbing people like a parasite. And um, also absorbing cards. That was such a cool function. I'm watching the trailer right now where you could just take little things. Um, it's just intuitive. It's innovative. It's cute. It's cuddly. It's wholesome. I can't recommend it enough. I liked it. It's good for the old school platformers. It's actually a little bit harder for us adults, thankfully. On the remix levels. It was kind of a breeze. But on the remix levels, you really have to know what's going on. And if you got kids and you want to play with that, I guess you could do that too. But if you want something with you and the couple, you could play that as well. It's just good, man. And you don't need to, you don't want to sit down and play five hours in one shot. You shouldn't treat Kirby games like that. But it is something that I think you would be remiss not to play. I can't re recommend enough. Kirby in the Forgotten Land, um, promo code uh, Boondocks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is the first video game my nephew beat uh, pretty much on his own. Um, he actually did do the extra stuff and 100% of it, Charles. Uh, so this is the first video oh, game. Oh, he did he? All right. Yeah, like he he did the whole he did the whole game. So uh, very proud, you know, at that age. Let's see, seven years old. So like, yeah, his first ever video game he's ever beaten. Um, let's see, what was the first game? Sheesh, the first game I beat was like Sonic Three. That was so. It's, it's a very proud moment as a uh, as a video game uncle, you know. So I'm, I'm very proud of him for that. Just I'm trying to get him to like something else now. So we'll see. We'll see. But yeah, yeah, great game for, for anybody, really. Anybody, like, this is one of the big surprises from Nintendo. They actually knocked it out of the park with this one. Um, all right. I think I'd go with it. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's it's good. It's it's first 3D Kirby game, first actual 3D Kirby game. I will game. say the final boss does switch it up a little bit. Because mm -hmm. what I say, it's Kirby meets The Last of Us versus Kirby meets Bayonetta. <laughs> I was yeah. like, what the hell is this? Yeah. Uh, all right. So I guess I'll go with um, I guess I'll go with this game because I, I uh, it's kind of been a thing I've been looking up and all this other stuff. It's uh, Yakuza Zero. Oh yeah, I was wait uh, good, good. So because I'm I Charles, I this is gonna be a thing for me. I'm gonna buy Kawami at some point. Sega's already like always has it on sale for like two dollars or something. So eventually I will get that. Then I'll. I'll move on from there. I, I've seen like people talk about the, the series, like okay, Kiwami's good, Kiwami two, and then like it might be kind of lulls for a little bit for a few of them, and then like freaking like a dragon is absolutely not even the same type of game anymore. It's it's all over the place, but they and now they got the uh, the retro ones that go into like ancient Japan, oh, you know, like the Edo period. Ishii. Yeah, oh, wow. like it's insane that what the series has done, but like. They and then have, you have judgment. And yeah, you got the judgment series, and freak they had Bakum and Tai in, in Edo, Japan, which is a fun, which is great. That was great. Uh, but yeah, Jakuza Zero because it was like a thing for me and you for 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 weeks on end. Uh, just the storyline. Uh, one of my favorite video game characters now is Goro Majima. Like he mm -hmm. is, uh, and his saga. 
because I've been wa- watching videos, been watching wikis. I've been spoiling the story for myself anyways, but I still want to play yeah. for myself later on. But man, that man's, uh, he, he is the embodiment of, of, I don't give a shit no more. And, and you, you see all of that in Yakuza zero from his storyline, like Kiryu, Kiryu is fine. He's, he's not, he's a, uh, he's, you know, protagonist. Like he's not even human. He really isn't. He's just like this this superhero that people don't even realize it. Um, and he's you know he's got his morals and all that type of stuff. But it was really Majima that that got to me. I I I felt his uh, his pain and his his reasonings and stuff like that. So it was seeing the payoff of him transforming into the Mad Dog of uh, Shimani or whatever. It was uh it was fantastic. Shimano. Shimano. You know, like I get it. Yeah, the 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 freaking dragon of whatever for for Kiryu. But it was Majima that that really hit the spot for me, and it's it's good. Uh, the game has a lot of unnecessary things. I think they they really can trim that series for for a lot of stuff. But the the wildness, the 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 weird Japanese stuff, and gosh, man, it was great. Uh, I will buy the other games in the series at some point. I, I'll probably look on Fanatical at some point and be like, oh, it's yeah, it's three bucks for all seven games. So. <laughs> that's gonna be a thing you know i i will i will send it to you at a point anyway yeah at some point you will you already got me to buy titanfall and beat that already so um so yeah it was it was great and you guys should play it it's it's different it's a different type of video game um it's there's really no other game kind of like it so that's that's cool uh uh let's see uh promo code uh bakamitai uh all right i love that song yeah it's it's good um all right well let's see guys so we are an hour and nine minutes but it is nine o'clock here so we should probably because we've been waiting for this because the payoff has happened uh we're gonna head on over to the cage guys stuff happened the the, the sweet betrayal sweet betrayal yep let's go let me put let me put this put game the, on pause. Put the control dude, down, Charles. You've been, you've been waiting. <laughs> Just do it. Because I was playing wrestling. I'm hyped. I'm ready. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to your weekly Trueplex the Cage with Charles. Remember, full disclaimer wrestling is not fake. It is scripted. It's a stage fight. It's a song and dance. It's about men and women you know, chasing championships, establishing their legacy, being the holy hell of each other, trying to make a name for themselves in the game, and also just a just, just a life lesson. Just a life lesson about what happens when you go into uncharted territory unnavigable waters and try to find something to know yourself and then find who you really are remember who you are it's like it's like mufasa when simba's calling to him and mufasa goes and says remember who you are and there's so much we can talk about there's so much we can talk about so many pay-per-views have happened the royal rumble happened like two weekends ago and it was fair is the word i'll use like a b minus and that's where we're going to start. We're not going to harp on AEW this week. We will next week, I promise. Even though I'll, I'm going to put an AEW disclaimer. Moxley Hangman has the potential to really just knock out of the park when they get to Revolution. Just saying. We'll talk more about it on the buildup because Revolution is in March. New Japan, things and stuff, stuff and things. It's getting a little bit more fluid. Um, we won't talk about NXT, stand delivered. I'm going to be mindful of our time. I would like to eat dinner as well. We know what we're here for. We know what we're here for. But let's talk about the Royal Rumble. This is Triple H's second big pay-per-view. That is the big four. Remember, the big four is what? Rumble, Mania, SummerSlam, Survivor Series. Survivor Series knocked out of the park. War Games is great. 
Royal Rumble was kind of there. They had the men's Royal Rumble. And we're going to talk about it. We're going to go a little bit in detail because reactions. I got to tell you guys about what lets that shirt um, being purchased. So we had the men's Royal Rumble that started it. Then followed with uh, Bianca Belair and Alexa Bliss in a match. Then had the pitch black match, which was Bray Wyatt's return to wrestling after being fired and then just kind of meandering for like six months. Um, they had the women's Royal Rumble. And then they had Kevin Owens versus Roman Reigns for the Universal title. I'm bringing up everything. Um, so let's talk about it. We're going to go a little bit out of out of sorts here because I want to say the two big things I'm going to be petty about and talk about. Bray Wyatt versus LA Knight in the Mountain Dew pitch black match. Fine, seven minutes. I wasn't about it. It did what it needed to do. It wasn't the most ludicrous um, sponsored match. Apparently, Mountain Dew paid WWE a million dollars to have their name on board. Smart business move bray was kind of the right guy to do it because he could do that quirky stuff but it was like legitimately a squash the match took in five minutes and five seconds without intros that's not a real wrestling match but whatever bianca belair versus alexa bliss eh, eh, seven minute match i think they got hampered by the women's royal rumble and the men's royal rumble women's royal rumble Rhea ripley won she started uh, it at one and came out last it wasn't at, it was fine i like the ending oscar came back She's now has like this tormented um, face paint that looks like the violator from Gorm Spawn. Mashima. And is that the one? yeah, well, that's the thing too. That was the post scenes. <laughs> well, that was her behind the scenes. I'm talking about how she came into wrestle, uh, wrestle in the match, but it, it was, it was fair. It was fine. I was okay with Ray uh, Ripley winning and she's challenging Charlotte Flair at WrestleMania, which I like people want her and Bianca, but Charlotte beat her at WrestleMania two years ago when she was NXT champion. She beat her at SummerSlam. Uh, yeah, I think SummerSlam was a triple threat match, and she made Rhea tap out to be Raw Women's Champion. I think that was a couple matches before. No, it was a couple matches before that, a couple pay-per-views before that. So there's a storyline. The storyline is, I'm going to finally beat Charlotte. I can live with that. The Men's Royal Rumble. Let's just talk about it. There was so much beef that Cafe Minero, you know, called to do business with them because everybody was stacked. And there was a point, boys, where you had Gunther, the big Austrian, who has given me like three consecutive matches of the year for WWE. And Bobby Lashley came out. And then Gunther and Sheamus and Drew McIntyre were there. But then we had Brock Lesnar in there too. So there was a moment, I had chills, where Gunther and Brock are just staring at each other. Staring at each other. I've got on the screen. I was just like messaging you guys that stuff. Yeah. And they're just looking at each other. They're sizing that up and the crowd was hot for it. I was hot for it. Anytime Brock laughs. It means he's about it. I've been watching Brock Lesnar for like 20 years. I know when he's about it. And Gunther has slimmed down because he used to be a big portly man. I still would not mess with him. And then Bobby came out. And then everybody got a little bit of everything. And then Bobby eliminated Brock. So we're continuing that. We'll talk about next week because next week is Elimination Chamber. They did a very short pay-per-view wait period because the 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 gap between that mania is going to be long to build their story. So we'll talk more about what the after effects of this Royal Rumble was. But, oh, man. I got a little bit of a, a chub just looking at it right now as Bobby is coming in and speared Brock because that mm, that's going to be so good. They're wrestling at Elimination Chamber. I thought it was going to be at Mania. I think we're going to get a part four at Mania. But, ooh. but the Royal Rumble was good for a couple things because Gunther came out number one as the IC champion. He lasted an hour and one minute. He outlasted 28 other people only to lose to a returning Cody Rhodes at 30 who won the Royal Rumble, as we all predicted, as we all knew. 
as we all were aware was going to happen the minute that he announced that he was coming back in the Royal Rumble. Remember, where did we leave off with Cody? Back in June, he tore his peck. He wrestled with that tore peck against Seth Rollins at Hell in a Cell. Um, other highlights of that Royal Rumble match, because we can go back to Cody in a second, um, we're getting Logan Paul and Seth Rollins at WrestleMania. I'm almost certain. I'm, I'm down for that. Logan has earned my attention to be on some pay-per-views i don't need him every pay-per-view i don't need him every week on my tv but with some big matches and as long as he loses a majority of them i'll be happy and i can live with that and i will be content but there was a spot between him and ricochet jumping on the ropes and colliding with each other that was very cool very awesome very awe-inspiring we're like oh snap that's good and then he eliminated seth rollins so that's how they build the story so this is what i'm gonna talk about for cody Cody came back, and it wasn't like he just eliminated everybody and won. They built a little bit of ground story. And when him and Gunther were the last two left, they almost had like a mini wrestling full-time match, like for initial eight minutes going at it one-on-one, which I think really helped, one, reestablish Cody as more wrestler. Because remember, the, the whole thing about the Royal Rumble is just throw your opponent over the top rope. You could have shorted. You could have had it where Gunther just eliminated whoever the second last guy was, and then Cody just gets the cheap you know, throwover. But they said, all right, let's give the fans a show. And then you had Gunther just proving the case of endurance where he's already been there for an hour and change. And then he's going to have this full whole thing with Cody. And he had such final boss vibes guys that mm, mm, man it is like Andrew's a big kingdom heart or he's becoming a big kingdom hearts. fan. he's like a Xehanort going to, I couldn't think of anybody else of that. Cause I wasn't going to say Dr. Robotic, but that's not that. And Bowser always loses. So it doesn't count. Um, he's Sephiroth in it at this point for all you Final Fantasy lovers. Also, I'm surprised how Cody's chest did not tear again if I got slapped by Gunther. But it was just impressive. It was awesome. Obviously, I was a little bothered. Obviously, I was a little bothered. Obviously, because a little. I wanted Sami Zayn in that Royal Rumble <laughs> and little. to win it. But what happened was Triple H was smart, and he didn't even put Sami Zayn in the Rumble. Because the whole thing is Roman was becoming paranoid about what was happening and told Sammy to hang back and not enter the Rumble. So, fine. It makes sense. There's still a chance, damn it. There's still a chance. Um, I own a Cody Rhodes shirt now. How this came to be is because when I watch the wrestling is, you know, I'll watch it with my boys. We'll be like the party chat on PlayStation. And we'll be we'll be vibing and enjoying our, our libations. And, you know, the group of us, we do the Madden afterwards. And I think there's like, there's four or five of us in it. And one of them was being kind of, this all I got to work tomorrow. I'm like, come on, you got to do it. We're all here. Go to do that. Because when I say we do Madden, Andrew, because I know Andrew gets angry that, you know, he feels like I'm cheating on him, not playing Splatoon, but to go to Madden, is that we actually do our entire franchises from ground up to finish. So it's not like just selecting random teams. There's a science in this ish right here. And, uh, and the whole thing was, he was like, well, I'll do it if you buy a Cody Rhodes shirt. Well, Charles, at that time, in that in that direction, was like, "Fine, eff it, I'll do it, I'll do it, damn it." And I spent forty dollars on that goddamn shirt. And I, when I came in, I wore and I did deadlifts, and and that explains why my grip was off because I wasn't wearing my Roman Reigns shirt that I wore for deadlifts. It explains why I was a little bit weaker because I was I was I wasn't gonna push properly. Cody has two months. Hunter has two months to sell me on Cody. I know Cody is gonna win. There's no doubt about it. I'm not unrealistic on that venture. I just want to know if we're gonna split titles and go from there and i'm very happy for cody because you know what like i'm petty but i know there's talent there but there's a difference between being talented and then being stuck within the confine of lim and the limitations of wwe versus having carte blanche when you're on the indies after you left them being an aew but let's talk about the real ish mm. the real ish why you're all here 
So Roman Reigns versus Kevin Owens. I, I will not do the 50-minute summarization that I usually do for the base of time, but these two have gone out before. I rewatched their other matches leading into it. We're wondering about Sami Zayn's allegiances. We're wondering what's going to happen. There's a point. The match was pretty good. It was like a three, three and a half. And it, it basically reestablished the point that every time Owens almost has Roman, something happens. Once again, he hits Roman with the stunner. You can get the one, two, three, the refs down. People are coming in. And eventually, you know, there's a low blow. If I remember correctly, Roman wins one, two, three. And then the beatdown happens. And here's the thing about um, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. They actually have been friends for legitimately 20 years. Real storyline stuff. They've been tag team partners. They've done a lot of stuff throughout the world when they were in Ring of Honor. And then they had points on the main roster um, where they were, you know, supporting each other, especially when they go against Shane McMahon and all this stuff. They're, they're best buddies, all that stuff that you need to know. And then there's a point where Roman has him handcuffed and he's about to hit um, Owens with the chair. And Sammy was like, ah, this is beneath you. You don't have to do this tribal chief. And then, um, and then basically Roman's like, all right, you got to do this. And then Roman starts gaslighting. him. He's like, this is my life. You got to learn to pull the trigger. We're a family now. He ain't your boy anymore. You got to do it. And everybody's encouraging him. Jay's encouraging Jimmy's encouraging him. Solo's in, solo just being solo, being quiet. And Sammy has that chair in his hand, and he's looking at it. And you have that, and you know what's about to come, but you can't believe it's going to happen because the way they've been captivating this drama, especially with the trial of Sammy Zayn, when they had uh, Jay stick up for Sammy, you're thinking, is there a strong chance that Sammy is either going to not do it and then they're going to attack him, or is Sammy going to hit Owens and sell his soul even further where there's no point of redemption? Because wrestling at the end of the day, boys, is what? A soap opera. But Sammy hits freaking Roman and Roman falls on. It's very reminiscent of when Seth hit Roman when there was a shield. So Roman now feels betrayed. There's a part of him. Oh, here we go. I could just cry right now. Kind of award winning. It turned a C plus pay-per-view to a B man. It was so good. And then Sammy and his beautiful Robin Williams looking self with the red hair goes to Jay. I'm sorry, Jay. And Jay just like, what are you doing? And then Jimmy's all concerned. Cause remember Jimmy's the one who was doing the handshakes and Jimmy's the first to strike as it should have been. It was always meant to be Jimmy who hit Sammy first, and then everybody started beating down on Sammy except for Jay, the man who was the first person in the path of the tribal chief when Roman had won the title, the man who Roman had choked out his own brother, make him say, I couldn't sell to become his own personal, like, you know, supporter in that sense. I was, you know, it was just a lot of emotion come into it. Jay just looks around. You see Jimmy with that super, oh, oh, my heart, my heart is so good. And then Sam was like, what the hell just happened? You did not put any ease on that kick, buddy. And then Jay just leaves. And now to catch everybody up, it was a sweet betrayal because to have Sammy be the one who does it, to start it, was genius. Because I think everybody was expecting the beatdown because he got beat the hell out. But now, what are we getting next week, next Saturday, at Elimination Chamber in Montreal, Quebec, Canada, where Sammy's from? We're getting Sammy Zayn. That's Sammy Uso, Sammy Zayn versus Roman Reigns. And we know Roman's going to kill him. If I booked it, I would have Roman squashing Sammy out of some chicanery. You know, it's coming from there. But, oh, man, it's so good because now Sammy's like, I'm coming for those titles. He's like, I didn't want anything but your friendship and your love. And it's time because this is perfect to set up between the end of um, Roman's title reigns. Because why? Because there's no bigger babyface in WWE right now than Sammy Zayn. I would argue there's no bigger babyface in all of wrestling promotion right now than Sammy Zayn. 
and you have Cody win the Royal Rumble. And right now, Sammy's more interesting to me than Cody. I don't care about what those people say in that promo I sent you guys last night. You can't bring up Dusty every two damn minutes, man, and the legacy to build a promo. It's cheap. It's cheap heat, man. But if you have Roman literally murder Sammy, I'm talking about murder. I'm talking about like Sammy doesn't even get a full real match. I'm talking about Sammy is attacked by the bloodline and has to get into the ring hampering and crawling and Roman kills him basically there. You're going to create a strong knight in shining armor that is Cody Rhodes to take down the tyranny of Roman Reigns and that will cap off almost three years of Roman's legacy and take away the fact that we can't like focus too much on Sammy. Even though we know that Jay Uso is going to come back and screw over Sammy, and then you're going to get the Usos defending their tag titles against Owens and Sammy, which is fine, I guess. Sure, there's a happy ending for everybody, but I want my ending. Damn it! Um, it it was just magical. It was just magical. I was so emotional. I was sending you guys everything. It was great because it's the payoff. It's the payoff. I couldn't even do a full solo on it, but I loved it. Every bit of it. It's not done, but the the final chapter of Sammy and Roman is coming soon next week unless hunter if you're hearing me right now paul levesque um you can hack into our information anytime i say you can make night one about sammy and roman or night two about sammy and roman just saying and that's all i got for you this week on the cage twas twas good yeah it, it's the one one like the one that i've been following the entire time uh with oh so good that <laughs> and bobby and brock i think are the two yeah yeah well that, that's just about you know Meat slapping meat, which is meat slapping meat. Yeah. That that Royal Rumble standoff, mm. the ultimate meat. That that's the meat factory. That's the meat palace. Yep. All right. Well, we're at an hour twenty-five, and that's good enough to call. Well, I, I hopefully I'll have something actually planned next week. If not, we'll 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 figure out how we do this. But either way, guys, thanks for coming back. Number thirty-seventh of the most popular one hundred top indie sports podcast. I don't even know what that means, but sure. Uh, thanks for watching, listening, however you consume this. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye. Good night. Take care. The EA Sports NHL 23 World Championship is here with more tournaments and more chances to win than ever before. Register now at NHL.com slash NHL 23.